Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Radical Middle KC podcast. I'm Alan Bryant, and I am super excited to have you listening, and I can't wait to discuss our topic today. And as always, I hope and I pray that this helps you and me continue to look through the lens of the Radical Middle. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy. All right. Well, awesome. You did it. You either took the bold step to lend your ears over to my soothing and relaxing voice for the very first time, or you have decided that listening to me every couple of weeks, although it may not be as productive, is way cheaper than seeing your therapist. (laughs) But seriously, all joking aside, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Our episode today is being a good and radical neighbor. Again, being a good and radical neighbor. As I hope all the topics should be important on this podcast, I believe this is the next step to helping us see through the lens of the radical middle. And before we get started, I also just want to make a quick statement slash invitation, again, if it has not been stated well enough already. This podcast is meant to be for everyone, big capital letters, everyone. You are all welcome, Christian, atheist, agnostic, even those of you who are believers and practitioners of Jediism. And if you didn't know, yes, Jediism is real. Google it. The point of this is to first and foremost help us become better humans. And yes, you will hear... Christian references, but that is because I undoubtedly believe what is stated helps everyone. If who this is for or how I go about this podcast offends you, please listen to the previous episode. As a Christian, I believe we should all be walking and pointing people towards Jesus. And hopefully, as a radical middle, we will get there or at the very least, help people become better humans. So back back to the topic, back to uh, this episode of being a good and radical neighbor. <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe now, more than ever, in a divided, self-preserving, lookout for number one, uh, agree to only agree with me, or you're not only wrong, but you're my enemy, a selfish world, this is needed. What we will go into here is three simple and easy ways to become good neighbors. So just three simple and hopefully easy, I guess easy is, you know, relevant to the person. It's three easy ways to become good neighbors. Number one. Write it down. No. Number one, see or recognize your neighbor. Now, in order to see or recognize, we have to know what a neighbor is. The dictionary states, as a noun, a person living near or next to the speaker or person referred to. 
So as a noun, it's a person living near or next to the speaker or person referred to. And as a verb, it's of a place or thing being situated next to or very near another place or thing. That's that's pretty simple, right? But I also believe it goes a little deeper than that, or you could say a little broader. I believe your neighbor is who you spend the most time around. Now, you introverts are probably saying, well, then I don't have really any neighbors because I don't spend time around anybody. (laughs) And I get it, but that's not exactly what I mean. What I mean by around is who you are surrounded by, whether it is your choice or not. So whether it is your choice or not, this includes, but is not limited to, People living around you in houses or apartments or trailers, etc. Your co-workers, your work or school sports team, your cribbage club, the barista at your favorite coffee place that you go to every morning. I believe your neighbor is anyone that you spend more than 10 minutes every week with or in the vicinity of. So for my aspect, your neighbor is anybody that you spend more than 10 minutes every week with or in the vicinity of. In the Bible, it would go even further. Uh, In Luke 10, 25 through 36, we just have another example of what a neighbor is. And this is the story of the Good Samaritan. So uh, 25, on one occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked. What must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed on by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey and brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert of the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Then Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Out of those definitions and examples, I'm pretty sure we now all have an idea of what a neighbor is. But what is a good neighbor? 
<laughs> I feel the last part of that verse explained it. Uh, and, and if not, I mean, the only other people that could state it in a simpler way would be State Farm. Like a good neighbor. I'll let you finish the rest because I do not have money for lawsuits. But I think you get it. So we just went over a long explanation on what or who our neighbors are. So they should really now be easy to see and recognize. Let's take that a step further, though. Next time you see your neighbor, just just take a second and give them a simple, friendly gesture, like waving or smiling or even being so bold as to shout out a hi or hello, recognize them. So the next time you see your neighbor, and I have neighbor in quote unquote because of what our definitions of neighbors are, recognize them. The next step, number two, know your neighbor. K-N-O-W, know your neighbor. What has changed in culture over the past 20 to 50 years? Do you know as many of your neighbors as your parents did? Uh, What about your grandparents? I remember growing up and actually having a good sense of who was living around us. Maybe not everyone, but most. And then somewhere along the way, it seemed to be less important or it was too awkward to get to know our neighbors. About seven years ago, my wife and I uh, learned about the art of neighboring uh, through our church, which is which is a great book by Jay Pathak and Dave Runyon. And uh, I highly recommend this for anyone that wants to pursue the art of neighboring or or being a good neighbor deeper. Great book, and it it so the book basically just opened our eyes to how disconnected and and separated we were from those that were literally closest to us. So here's a random fact. Did you know, depending on the survey, did you know that on average, one in four Americans know the names of their neighbors? One in four Americans know the names of their neighbors. 25% of people chew on that for a second. How does that make us look as humans? Even worse, what if you're a Christian? 25%. That's just crazy to me. (laughs) One of the easiest ways to follow step number two is is this exercise. And so if you have it available, grab a standard legal 8.5 by 11 piece of paper. And at the center of that, draw a one-inch square. And then draw a one to two inch arrow off of each corner. And then more one to two inch arrows off of each of the edges. At the end of each one of those arrows, draw another one inch square. You should have a page that has a center square pointing out to eight other squares. Now this is your getting to know your neighbor cheat sheet. Uh, Stick your name in the center box and then stick it on your fridge. Here's a little story and an explanation on how to use it. 
Uh, as, as my wife and I moved from place to place, which has been five places over the past eight years, uh, we would attempt to write down the names of each neighbor as we slowly moved from step one, seeing and recognizing your neighbor, to step two, knowing your neighbor. And since we did not see them on a regular basis, um, writing down their names in the correlating boxes to where they were in relation to us helped us remember who they were and made it easier to get to know them. I'd, I'd say make it a game. Uh, see how long it takes you to fill in the squares. Uh, set a time or a goal for yourself like this month uh, I'll get three or let's do one a week or even you know two a year. <laughs> for us, we have been in our in our new house now here in Kansas City for about a year. Uh, actually, just a little over a year. And we have gotten to know four of our neighbors out of the nine yards that our house reaches. We have a little odd long section here, so we have an extra house in there. Uh, this summer, we should hopefully know them better and then finish getting to know the other five. We did have a baby last year, and most of us have been in quarantine due to the COVID-19 since March, so I feel like there's a little grace for that. And by grace, I mean, don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, this is a practice, and depending on if you are more introverted or extroverted, it may take different amounts of time to finish your sheet. So don't be hard on yourself about it. Again, make it a game. Make it fun. Uh, as you get to know your neighbors, you begin to see and understand what's going on around you. You'll have opportunities to know them more and to even start to become generous and learn to love your neighbors. Which brings me to the next step. Number three, love your neighbors. How do you love your neighbor? I know some of us have a hard time even loving our own family. So how do you love your neighbor? Uh, let, let's, let's talk through this. In order to love your neighbor, you must first know their name. So again, in order to love your neighbor anyone for that matter, in order to love somebody, in order to love your neighbor, you must first know their name. When you know someone, you are then capable of loving them. Next, simply love your neighbor by looking beyond your differences and finding commonality. So love your neighbor by looking beyond your differences and finding commonality. Like, hey, uh, examples, I noticed you drive a Chevrolet and I love Chevy or you both took up grilling at the same time. Or if you're from Kansas city, you say go chiefs. Or if you're like us originally from Minnesota, you could always say, uh, so how about them bikes? <laughs> Commonality should be easy to find when you know your neighbor. And then also what does the Bible say? I mean, the Bible says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And again, let's be honest, it would probably be better stated, love your neighbor as you should love yourself, because I know some of us are broken and we need a little bit more grace because we don't really love ourselves the way that we should, uh, which could possibly be a topic for another episode. But again, love your neighbor as you love yourself or as you should love yourself. Another thing to view is how do you treat your neighbor? 
I mean, honestly, think about it. How do you treat your neighbor, whether you know them or not? How do you treat them? Does it show them love? Do you grab the trash that just blew into your yard from their yard from you know, their overflowing trash bin and, and throw it back into their yard, maybe murmuring some, some words uh, under your breath? Or do you put it in your trash bag and then grab your mower and go over and finish their lawn because they have been un- unable to for the past couple of weeks for whatever the reason? I mean, another way to love your neighbors is to do something for the block or the neighborhood or surrounding neighbors. I was just devastated this year that I did not get to do what I've been wanting to do for years. And that is to have a huge Easter egg hunt for all the kids in the neighborhood around the block. Um, Something to give the parents a break and kids opportunities to find new friendships and even have uh, money and candy in the eggs and some pieces for like a little story that we can read and play out. Uh, ours would, of course, would be about Jesus, but you see what I'm saying. Having something to do for the neighborhood, for the block, uh, do something for the neighborhood. Have a bring your own meat barbecue for the 4th of July or maybe a block party or a snowman building competition in the winter uh, if you get snow where you're from. Here it's hit or miss it seems. Uh, But do something. Um, You know, have a group of people do yard work and and pick up for somebody that's elderly or handicapped on your block. Love them through action. Do something. Support those when they lose a loved one and congratulate people when they like have a new baby. I mean, are you kind of getting the idea of, of loving your neighbor? And let, let's, let's wrap this up because I, I don't want to take your, you know, your, your whole time away from you today. I, um, let's wrap it up with a quote here, uh, a quote from mayor Bob free. And I don't know if that's correct, but in Arvada, Colorado in 2009, uh, said to a group of pastors, this, He said, there are a lot of issues that face our community, but a majority of them could be drastically reduced if we just become a community of good neighbors. So there are a lot of issues that face our community, but a majority of them could be drastically reduced if we would just become a community of good neighbors. Wow. That's that's the whole reason for this this episode here. I mean, I view it like this. Multiple groups of neighbors make up a neighborhood, right? And multiple neighborhoods make up communities and communities start to create culture. So I believe in essence that culture is created by how you neighbor. Culture is created by how you neighbor. Look at our overall culture now. We may never know if good or bad neighbors were the result or had the effect to change our culture to the way it is today. But I believe we can try our best to be good neighbors and hopefully start to change the culture, if not for us, but for future generations. Change happens 
across the street and over our fence. So again, just wrapping it up, the three steps. Number one, see and recognize your neighbor. See and recognize your neighbor. Who do you spend 10 minutes a week around or near intentionally or not? Number two, know your neighbor. Learn their name. Know your neighbor. Write it down. Use the cheat sheet on your fridge. Learn more about them. Figure out their favorite color, uh, you know, whether they are a vegetarian or not. Learn more about them. Know your neighbor. Number three, love your neighbor. Look beyond your differences and find out what you have in common. Look beyond your differences and find out what you have in common. Be generous. See your neighbor's needs. Go out of your way to show your love by putting it into action. And I think just follow God's commandment to love God, love people, period. Good neighbors are going to make good communities, which should lead to good and healthy culture. Also, nobody falls through the cracks in a good community. So hopefully we can all put these steps into action and continue to learn to view life through the lens of the radical middle. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening today. Again, I want to just invite everyone to go to the Facebook page and like it, uh, as well as comment and share your thoughts and questions and even any ideas that you have for future episodes. And that's going to be facebook.com backslash bradmidkc, R-A-D-M-I-D-K-C. So facebook.com backslash radmidkc. And I hope this episode was educational and provoked thought. And I pray this continues to help us look through the lens of the radical middle. Thanks again, and we will see you next time.